This is a podcast from Sin Media. Previously heard live on Sin 90.7. Good morning, Gus. Hello, Eddie. Hello, everyone. It is Breaking Bread with Gus and Ed at 11am and your Saturday morning. That's it. Big, happy International Women's Day, first of all, to all the hardworking ladies out there. Um, But, Eddie, not every day this week was worth celebrating. No, unfortunately. Things got a little bit weird. Things got a little bit cooked. Get this right, it's cooked, boiled, fried and baked. How can you expect something like that, that to be cooked at the same time? Is someone taking the piss? Yes, that's right. Things got a little bit weird this week. That's it. And uh, this is a segment that uh, its sole purpose is to talk about some of the stuff that happened this week that was just downright weird because things are weird. Yeah. What happened? Tell me. Inform me. Okay. First of all, Grant Denyer of Family Feud oh, yeah. fame. Okay. You heard about this? Kind of. I don't yep. really know enough detail. So he's come out and admitted that when he was 18, he borrowed a Sony hand cam from the media department at his school okay. uh, and filmed a sex tape with his older girlfriend. Right. Uh, so they were both above 18. He doesn't recall ever erasing the footage and doesn't know where it ended up. Okay. Well, that just seems unorganised mm. and a bit silly. Grant, uh, survey says on the internet, mate. <laughs> But in all seriousness, um, out of all the gold Logie winners, I'm yeah. glad it was him and not Bert Newton. Oh, well, maybe Bert in his younger <laughs> days. But I think well, other things that happened this week uh, were Puffing Billy. So passengers mm. were put at serious risk of physical harm or injury as a fireman took the wheel of Puffing Billy to impress a woman. Um, <laughs> so Puffing Billy has had two other incidents in recent weeks, one involving a driver experiencing heat stress and collapsing, uh, and the other a drunk person approached Puffing Billy's night train and climbed into the driver's cabin. So safe to say, I don't know what's happening at Puffing Billy at the moment. Was his name Billy? I hope not. Was he puffing? And one more thing happened, Eddie, and uh, I know you know about this because Mm -hmm. you were there. Uh, There's one thing that I wanted to bring up. Sometimes before we come into the studio here, uh, we play a little foosball outside. Uh, There's a table outside. It's Mm -hmm. how we prepare, and that's probably pretty telling sometimes. (laughs) But today... uh, I've put on an absolute clinic in that dusty little wooden stadium. Yeah, I suppose so. My little figurines were moving pretty well and yours looked lifeless <laughs> and I ended up thumping you 11-2 and we made a little agreement that uh, you would apologise to me yeah. live on air for wasting my time. So, <laughs> yeah. you've got the floor, mate. Um, okay. Well, just let me prepare, I suppose. Um Dear Angus, Angus's friends and family, local mm-hmm. constituents of the Melbourne region and to whomever it may concern, during a foosball or table football game this morning at 9.25am, I've been accused of loitering, time-wasting and generally being a waste of space. I did say that. I was soundly defeated, <laughs> 11-2 by Angus, and I would like to apologise for wasting his time ahead of this morning's show and would like to ask the community for forgiveness in the hopes that I can repent uh, for wasting his time and being overall bad at the sport. Secondly... I would like to call shenanigans against my opponent. 
As a player in my midfield, suffered a career-ending injury, leaving me with an unfillable void in my midfield. I think foul play may have been afoot and a tactic used by my opponent in order to gain an advantage. I am pleading for an investigation into my opponent's actions since there is no place for these actions within the sport and our thoughts and prayers go out to the midfield player whose career was tragically cut short. Eddie, I really appreciate that. Um, but what I don't appreciate is Would you like you to wasting respond? my time again with that nonsense. <laughs> Would you like to respond three minutes? to any of these allegations at all, sir? When I said apologise, I, th- I thought you were just going to say, sorry, mate. What was all that? Well, this is Breaking Bread with Gus and Ed on Sin. No, 90.7. This is Tiny Rooms with holograms. Due to some confusing, boring legal stuff, Sin can't podcast any of the knee-slapping tracks that are played on air. To dance along with us in the studio, you'll need to listen live. Tune your radio dial to 90.7 or stream it online at sin.org.au. To Eddie, earlier this week... Uh, I sent you an article about uh, a Sydney doctor who allegedly has sent a Tinder date 9,000 text messages. That's a lot of text. That's a lot. So they, they went on a limited. couple of dates and she's sent him 9,000 text messages. She's ended up in uh, court because a lot of these um, messages were quite threatening. It's, oh, it's a okay. shame that you, you can't So just the date re- didn't go well. <laughs> Well, it's a shame you just can't reply stop in capital letters to opt out. <laughs> Did he try that? So, but go, opt out. <laughs> no more, thank you. I'm okay. That's enough now. Yeah. But it brought up some pretty unpleasant memories well, for you. You said. Yeah. Well, the, 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 she clearly misread the situation. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Um, and uh, I think you know the story, and I, this is a time that I've Clearly, clearly misread the situation. But for, for our listeners, yeah. I was a lot younger and I think I was around 17. I had this really big, big crush on this girl. We were, <laughs> this really big, really big crush <laughs> on this girl. Uh, and we were just kind of friends at the time. And she tells me that she had gotten me a present for Christmas. Right. So I started um, freaking out because I, you know, I liked her. And so I was like, oh my God, I have to now get her a present for Chrissy as well. And so I went out and I bought some jewelry. Oh. <laughs> um, just a bracelet, just like a small little bracelet thing. I don't think I knew that. Um, <laughs> well, we go, um, and we went out and we went and got some coffee and uh, we were exchanging gifts essentially. And she hands me a DVD yeah. thing, and I open it up and it's the film. Um, <laughs> the film Friends with Benefits. <laughs> um, and so, so, so I'm sitting at this cafe now heartbroken and um, holding this jewellery in my pocket. And I'm like, oh, my God. Did not you only- give it to her? <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> not only was I, like, heartbroken, oh. but I would then also had the embarrassment of misreading the situation and still having to hand over the jewellery. Did you have to watch the movie with her? I don't. Re- I don't remember. Yeah, I don't recall. Um, but there, are, there's only a few times where you kind of have that hole in your chest. And let me tell you, seventeen-year-old me was absolutely devastated, um, <laughs> sitting through an embarrassment. And safe to say, we we never officially dated after that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not the it's not the worst possible movie she got. It's I mean, it's still implying that you know there there's something there at least. Yeah, you know, the benefits side of that friendship. That friendship. Yeah, I mean, she she could have given you um, ten things I hate about you, or <laughs> run, fat boy, run. 
knocked up. <laughs> well, it did get me thinking of other movies as well. So I had a couple jotted down. Said um, sleeping with other people. Oh, is that a is that an actual film? Yeah, that's a real film. Came really? out like came out in twenty fourteen. Yeah, that would be awful. Yeah, there's also Just Friends. Okay, yeah, yeah, man. and there's also Gone with the Wind. I actually don't get that last one because she's left. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you have any, if you have any movies, Sp- that- S- Spider Man. I don't, I don't really get that one, though. That's just a crap film. <laughs> okay. This has been Breaking Bread with Gus and Ed on CN 90.7. This is Middle Name with Slush. Welcome back. That was Ancestors by Jamunganau. Excuse me? Jamunganau uh, with Kian <laughs> and Riverboy uh, from the album Ancestors. Don't so- play songs if you can't pronounce their artist. <laughs> well... I'm playing songs from our Sweet 16 playlist, which Sin posts every Sunday. Yeah, I do do love that playlist. Yeah, and it has a particular uh, International Women's Day feel about it this week, so you should really get around it. You can find it on Spotify. Well done. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now, Eddie, before that song, we were talking about um, an experience, a traumatic experience that Mm -hmm. you had uh, when you were but a wee boy. Traumatic seems... Like, you know, fierce language, but I yeah, suppose so. I yeah. So I essentially, I misread a situation and I bought someone jewelry and they gave me a DVD that said we were just friends with benefits or just friends, really. Yeah. So, so you didn't. <laughs> there were no benefits. No, there was no. Uh, I, you pay for your coffee at least. <laughs> no, I think, I think I still pay for that one. <laughs> <laughs> We've been reaching out to uh, some of our social media networks to. Um, Ask about some of the worst uh, movies you could possibly be given by a um, a potential romance, and you guys haven't disappointed once again. Although, stop sending in Predator, please. <laughs> I if I I've said it once, I'm not. I'm that is not one. <laughs> All right. So we've got a uh, we've got this one from Jeremy. Uh, the breakup, Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston. Pretty yeah, that's that's pretty standard. Uh, the backup plan. Yeah? Yeah, as in you are the Yeah, no, I plan. got that one. Oh, yeah, sorry, that I one. didn't need to ram it home, did I? <laughs> no, you didn't. Gone girl. <laughs> yes. As in she is the gone girl. You are yeah. the one that bought a jewellery and waiting for her. <laughs> um, what about alone in the dark? Mm, that, that kind of feeds into this one. While you were sleeping. <laughs> That was Mosquito Coast with Sweet Talking, and at the top was Sweater Coast with Hear You. Mm, I Gus. love those songs. <laughs> okay, thanks, mate. <laughs> Bye. We're joined in the studio by um, only our second uh, guests for, well, our second and third guests for the season. Oh. Um, with our first guest, we talked about Blue Balls, Death and um, how to get out of awkward situations. So the bar has been set pretty high. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Melbourne comedy duo Ferocious are in the studio, Uh, the brainchild of young up-and-coming comedians, (laughs) Aurelia Sinclair and Ree Down. 
both very uh, very cool sounding names. Thank you, thank you. I made it up myself. <laughs> <laughs> Performing at this year's Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Welcome to the studio, girls. Thank, thank you for you. having us. That's so right. honoured, so yeah. blessed. I had all this blue ball material and now I can't use you, it. I'm furious. <laughs> this is yeah. so devastating. We already touched on that last week. I know. But we definitely don't want to be speaking about it again, that's for sure. What the heck? Yeah. I'm leaving. Well, a lot of his comedy uh, was, was about him getting into these awkward situations and he started talking to us about them and, and they all ended up being just medical emergencies. <laughs> Who was your guest? Rob Carana? Jai Cameron. Jai Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Eddie was uh, telling me a story just before you guys came in uh, mm. about when he was seeing a girl only to have her give him a Friends with Benefits DVD. It wasn't yep. a Blu-ray. Um, and no, he's, this is before Blu-ray. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Don't try and make it sound like it was ages ago. It was actually. I was 17. <laughs> and Eddie's given her jewellery. Um what yes. kind of jewellery? Uh, it was it was like the... You're like a, it was an engagement ring. <laughs> yeah. It was Tiffany's. a floral beaded band. Oh, gross. Bracelet thing. Yeah, it was like this beaded floral... Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, you totally deserve the DVD. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you reckon? Um, is it subtle or not subtle way to bring someone down... <laughs> Um, let someone. Like, what do can you, you say? Let you someone down. Yeah, bring, <laughs> to drag <laughs> someone down. <laughs> to push them down. <laughs> I reckon um, you don't even need to do gift giving. You can just be like, "Hey, dude, you're cool. I'm not interested." Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because I mean, she's she's friends with benefits. Also, is like that's not letting someone down. That's saying like, "Oh, we could be friends with benefits." If there was ever yeah. a hint, it would. Buying someone a friends with benefits DVD makes it seem it. like you want to be friends with benefits, but not mm. girlfriend boyfriend. I, I just I, I think it's quite incredible that he's been let down both literally and symbolically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, normally it's very hard to get that both in the same gesture. I didn't yeah. know we were going to be focusing on this that much today, uh, so I'm glad this is taking up a full 45 <laughs> minutes of the show. I don't think you should feel too bad because my first Christmas with my boyfriend, he gave me a DVD and I gave him a record player. And I thought oh, and that is a big him. discrepancy. It really is. And I wasn't even interested in a DVD. I can't remember the name of it. We watched it and I thought it was shit. And I had already met his whole family. <laughs> um, but we're still together, so. Oh, well, that's cute. That's a happy ending. Yeah. You yeah, never know least. where those DVDs go. And he like. set the bar so low that he can pretty much only go up from there. That that's is true. actually true. See, yeah. see, my partner has done the opposite, where right. he's done really incredible gifts, and now I just get, like, Chanel oh, he's perfume. Gone, he's gone downhill. Yeah, well, I mean... Like Chanel perfume? <laughs> yeah, I'm really isn't high standard. Isn't, ex- <laughs> isn't that quite expensive? For, of course, um, <laughs> but, I mean, I expect more. So, yeah. for, our, for my first birthday, for example, he took me ice skating, okay, which I really wanted to do, Okay, and then he brought me back to um, his house, <laughs> and um, he had fairy lights all over the balcony, and oh, his oh, wow. best friend and my best friend, who are both incredible singers, sung me my favourite Disney songs while he played the piano. Oh, my God. To me. Whoa. This is straight out of a movie. Yeah. Well, he's is this, anything after is this that. John Legend? <laughs> yeah, my boyfriend. <laughs> it's me, Chrissy guy? Teigen. Um, <laughs> so happy to be on the show. Um, and then he also did, for our one-year anniversary, he recreated his room into a movie cinema, like got these really big chairs and everything and played the movie we saw on our first day and had all these snacks and everything. Jeez, he lost 40 kilos to play the lead <laughs> role. Yeah. Um, he went real Christian Bale with the whole thing. Yeah. That's a method. And now I just get boyfriend. like a cat or like Chanel perfume. Okay. 
Can well, I? And I'm furious. <laughs> I deserve more. it's not being more. driven to you on a diamond limo. I know. Yeah. Exactly. No. He's I'm, really I might need but... to speak to your boyfriend to get ideas. You that's should. Because unreal. Yeah. Although I don't think I'd go to the same amount of effort. He's yeah. And he's, but also the effort is, like, not... I mean, it's wonderfully thought out, but it's not um, expensive. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It's just a couple, just a little bit of planning. I mean, yeah. if you, you know, guys rearranging ever, a furniture. If you ever do break up, I, I'm, um, I'd be interested to see how creative his breakups are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, babe, come here, just petals <laughs> everywhere. Just the plane going across the sky. Yeah, yeah. Really I'm done gesture. with you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, great. Well, you guys do have a show coming up. Mm. Um, and would you be able to tell us a little bit about the show and and what what's happens in it or? Uh, how how it works really? It's actually a secret. So yeah. next question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's going to be absolutely amazing, life changing. Clears your skin, mends your split ends. Um, <laughs> Put five hundred dollars into your savings account. Calls your mum. That's the kind of show it is. Like you walk a, like away from it, and you're like, wow. You just come out a better person. Or you yeah. walk away from it, and you're like, yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just us doing stand-up, so uh, we're doing 25 minutes each of our best material. Um, we're really just doing the show so we can like spend more time together. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just going to be really fun, and we're going to get uh, real fierce and real ferocious. What kind of topics do you guys, because um, obviously different backgrounds, different experiences, different life choices and such. Mm. No, do you guys have the same experiences. Yeah. They've... We're actually twins. Yeah. <laughs> what do you That's mean? That's a visual gag, so yeah. I'm not sure if that works on radio as much. Well, it's, uh, and it's only a visual gag because Aurelia is literally a model. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, shut up. <laughs> stop it. But please keep going. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Our radio audience can't... Uh, can't see this, but they're actually joined at the head, yeah. Eddie. So that was a weird question to say that yeah. I've had. But what different... kind of topics do your yeah. <laughs> does your shows kind of cover? Would you say, or is it a range of t- things? Mm, I mean, like relationships, mm. being broke, being young, being a millennial. Um, a lot of topics I can't say on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get us in trouble. Not so does that mean it's a, it's a late show? It's it's a naughty show. I mean, Aurelia's is more funny and thought out. And there's more wit to it. Mine is just like dirty nonsense. Yeah. So <laughs> that's so hot. <laughs> Thank you so much, babe. But yeah, I, it's um, it's a big big mix between the two of us. Of yeah. Just, of I, just jokes. We complement each other, but we're also different. So it's not like you see, um, like you'll get bored or like it's the same style throughout. Mm. Um, yeah, it's definitely a bit naughty for a six p.m. time slot. But <laughs> it hoping will, to get the after school crowd. <laughs> yeah, I think it will really set the tone for your night if you come to our show. Yeah, and you're like leave feeling all hot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you're having relationship problems, maybe there's not enough going on in the bedroom. Come to the show; <laughs> it'll spice things up. And you'll get away from the bedroom where things are awkward. Yeah, exactly. get away from that deathbed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, jeez. All right. Um, well, we might go to a song and, and come back and continue this chat uh, and talk about what it means to be a ferocious young comedian. Does that sound good? I absolutely can't wait. I'm looking around, everyone's rolling their eyes going, Jesus, man, you made that so uncomfortable for everyone. This has been Breaking Bread with Gus and Ed on Sin 90.7. Welcome back. This is Breaking Bread with Gus and Ed on Sin 90.7. We are joined uh, by Ferocious, which is Aurelia St. Clair and Reed Down, who have a show coming up at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Oh, you finally got it right. Yeah, finally got it right that time. 
Thank well, you very much. Yes, Thank you. you've Thank killed you. it. Now, um, it'd be remiss if we didn't mention that it was International Women's Day yesterday. Uh, mm, absolutely and- remiss. Mm. <laughs> remiss. What a, do you know once he used the word besmirched? Just on air, just... Who besmirched you? He did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't point at me. <laughs> um, but... Uh, you guys are uh, trying your trade in an industry that is quite often dominated by men mm. and stuff. And have you really? had men, a men and stuff? <laughs> men and stuff. I men dominate men. Yeah, yeah. So. And have you uh, noticed anything in particular in working together? In, in like, have you guys done a lot of stand up before, or are you do you uh, see anyone in the industry that you really admire? Um, I've been doing stand up on and off for like seven years. So yeah, I've been in this veteran. industry for way too long yeah. than is mentally well. I've seen some things. Yeah, I've seen some real, real things. Um, <laughs> and uh, a lot of it was done in Brisbane as well, which is... In prison? In Brisbane. Oh, okay. Prison. Which is actually the same thing. Um, <laughs> and uh, it is, um, you know, it's obviously, you know, there's, it's gotten so much better. Um, and, you know, so many, like, incredible, powerful women and non-binary folk have, like, you know, really made incredible steps to, like, better the scene and obviously the allyship of really wonderful men as well who support us um, has been, you know, really great in, in making everything better. Um, but it, it it is, you kind of sometimes forget that it is something that's male-dominated because you're surrounded by so many hilarious, powerful, wonderful women, and then you go to a gig on a Tuesday night and you're like, oh, my God, oh, this is such a nightmare. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Yuck. Oh, I hate this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is it the same with you, Aurelia? Yeah, so I started doing stand-up in Melbourne two years ago, and Melbourne is definitely sort of pretty progressive. I've done stand-up in Brisbane before <laughs> and um, is a little bit different there. <laughs> a little bit different. Um, it's It's like... Still a great scene, but in Melbourne, there's definitely a lot of people running comedy rooms that are aware of them needing to book women, so they make sure there's at least two women on the lineup um, mm. with most rooms. Mm. Um, with the ones that don't, um, I don't perform there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's really annoying to be the only woman on the lineup. Um, there's all these other comedians who you might like know, but. And there's a different set of expectations as well. Absolutely. When there's an audience and they've seen like five male comedians and then a female comedian comes on, Mm. um, sometimes I've stepped onto the stage and straight away like people sitting in the front row like cross their arms who had like laughed before and I sort Mm. of need to like warm them up to me Mm. so they feel like, oh, she's a woman, um, but I can still laugh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So it can be a bit hard. Well, one of the things that I've always interested about comedians, and this isn't necessarily specific to um, women at all, but is how, how to deal with hecklers. And I suppose especially young, uh, young comedians such as yourselves, mm. do you guys have a particular brand or a strategy in how, in how you would deal with, with hecklers at all? Or, or do you completely you address hecklers? it? I usually just last them. Um, they end up going to hospital and it's like problem solved. No, um, you, in Melbourne, you actually don't get it too much. Yeah. Um, cause people understand the comedy scene in Brisbane and used to be like such a common thing. It'd be like some older, like boomer male who's like, I'm drunk and I have something important to say. Yeah. Um, and usually it's, a, it's a pretty easy shutdown because I'm like, you're in, you're like drinking on a Wednesday. <laughs> Um, yeah. And you're here, you're here with, like, no one. So um, I feel like maybe you have some insecurities you want me to point out. Um, but it isn't um, – it isn't 
um, as common because I just like, and now they, nowadays, I don't think because I mean, mm. you've all those YouTube videos, it's like comedian takes down heckler. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I will uh, admit that I have heckled once. Oh my God, oh. you dog. So I went to a Jimmy Carr show. Oh, uh, Jimmy Carr like wants his fans to yeah, do it. Yeah, so I guess. he wants his fans to do it. And He's he, asking for he, it. <laughs> he asked <laughs> What do you say to you again? I actually can't repeat it on radio. I don't think I could repeat it to my own grandmother. Oh, but, really? So I heckled him. On, um, because he was like, he was inviting it from the audience because he was testing his material. Yeah. What'd you, you yell out again? Didn't you say, yell out like, I think I just, no, I just, I think I just yelled out, you suck. Like, it wasn't oh. very creative. Oh my God. It wasn't very inventive at all. And then he did this long pace and stuck on me for about two minutes. And it was quite, <laughs> like, although in other situations it'd be hurtful, I really liked Jimmy Carr as a comedian. And so I was a bit, you know, Bit chuffed. Hey, at least you were excited. You were friends with benefits, DVD. <laughs> yeah. No, that probably would have been more painful. Actually, if you buy tickets to our show, we'll be giving friends with benefit DVDs to <laughs> oh, fantastic. Yeah, so. Because they're so cheap. They're so easy to get. I actually just found like a thousand on Gumtree. For it's a lot free. easier to buy them than to buy actual coasters. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So. Even you, though I really wanted a flower beaded bracelet. <laughs> that's so cool. You, you, we'll get the tickets. We'll get, you'll get the flower beaded bracelet. Okay. Oh, Deal. You. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> to wear this trash I'm getting jewelry. roasted today. <laughs> oh, no, I know. I'm, I'm glad that I'm on the sidelines here. Because you, you are... we're facing you. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Gus is just like away. And yeah, I'm like, I feel hey, I'm on to you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Now, Sorry, you... I keep making eye contact. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> you two are each uh, comedians in your own right. Uh, mm-hmm. We were chatting off air. Um, so this is a bit of a dream team combo. Yes. Uh, yeah. Like That's Bacon what we've been Eames saying. Or, or Eddie and his uh, EpiPen. Um, <laughs> so how did this all come together? Did you guys meet in Brisbane? No, we met on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, really? I added Ray. I was <laughs> yeah. like on an adding spree, just yeah. adding like random people I didn't really know. And um, I always like go on rants on Facebook and post She posts stuff. really, really funny <laughs> statuses. Um, yeah. yeah, that's like my thing. And then <laughs> yeah, it's my thing being best. really my funny. Thing, just <laughs> posting statuses. And um, then I met Ri at this open mic at a little bar. Yeah, it's and like 50 degrees that It day. was so hot. Um, I didn't get on till really late, although that room was supposed to be promoting women. There were like uh, 10 men in front of me God. on the lineup, and I was like grumpy. Um, and then Ri was like, oh, hey, um, you added me on Facebook. <laughs> I was like feeling like a real creep. Um but that's how friendship started. Yeah. That's beautiful. And then we just started hanging out lots and lots and we enjoyed each other's company. And then we we're like, why don't we do a show? Um, and Aurelia literally organized everything because I'm so mentally unwell. Uh, <laughs> she like never sends me the emails because she doesn't want to stress me out. And she's such a good friend. Um, and now we're doing this fun show together. Yeah. So. so tell us a little bit about the show. Where can we, uh, well, well where can we find out where to go? <laughs> where can we find out? So, where do we go? seem disoriented about? <laughs> where to go? Can, I, I need guidance. Where do I go? Hold my hand and take me there. Okay, give me your hand. Yeah. We're, okay, we're literally holding, holding hands. hands. I can't even reach the mic. I'm yeah. so sorry. I'm so unflexible. Like, we've got really small hands, Eddie, actually. I actually like, have really that. small hands and I put I have fake nails on to make really? my fingers look longer. Oh, that's oh. Yeah, you, should you should try doing yeah. that. Maybe I'll go get my nails done. Voila, nails and footscray. You should go and check it out. Um... But um, 
You can go to the festival website, so MICF website, and look up Ferocious, or you can go to either of our Instagrams because we've been nonstop promoting it and mm. we've been paying Instagram to advertise and it's just absolutely doing nothing. <laughs> um, so, like, which which Instagram do you want to use? Um, my Instagram is Aurelia Daily. That's A-U-R-E-L-I-A, Daily. Um, all the info is there. And mine's Redown, R-H-I-D-O-W-N. Yes. And some cute photos of my cat <laughs> that James bought me for our anniversary. And what are the dates of the show? The 8th of April to the 21st of April. <laughs> and the location is actually um, underneath Federation Square. So when you're at Federation Square, there's a set of stairs that goes towards the river. Oh, yeah. And there's a bunch of little bars under there. And we're oh, in yeah. one of them. It's called oh, cool. um, The Vaults at Federation Wharf. Ah. I've never been there, so I'll be getting lost on the first night. So yeah, the show will be starting a little bit late on the 8th. Well, now, <laughs> Eddie said that, uh, that we're not allowed to talk about ticket prices. No, no we're not. But let's, no. Talk, let's talk ticket prices. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a multiple of five? Um, no, nah, we don't have to talk about <laughs> well, yeah, How many, it's, it's how many Mikey tickets would, how many Mikey trips I, would it I don't catch public transport. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm too scared. Is it a standard I Uber ride? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, like, a, yeah, like maybe ch- cheaper. It's affordable. That's yeah. good, like we put that. codes up on our Instagram all the time. Yeah, yeah. For, that, um, gives you a, that gives the people a good idea of, of how much they should be able to spend. And get an Uber there, get an Uber back. Yeah. You just yeah. pay for two Ubers. Mm. Yeah, guys, yeah, come absolutely. on, do it. Support women and <laughs> comedy. comedy. Also, I have no money. Mm. <laughs> We're both so, really broke. So. We're both really broke. Support everything. And yeah. also support everything. There's yeah. so many great shows on. Well, I'll be there with my newly shellacked nails. I can't wait. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have the best time getting. I them want done. that silver that you've got. It's like a hologram. Okay. Mm, it's like two pack at Coachella. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, went to fire festivals. <laughs> got my nails done. Well, what thank you so much for coming in. We really yeah. do appreciate it, and Thanks good luck for, for your us. show and everything. Thank you. Yeah. Good luck for your show. Thank you. You're, well, you're on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what? <laughs> Are you guys recording this? There's a camera this? there and there's a camera there. This is terrifying. Oh my gosh, Ellen, you should have. I thought this was a private conversation. <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> well, thank you so much and uh, we'll, good luck for everything and we'll see you at your show. Yes. You'll be sitting on Gus's lap. Oh, well, yeah. hopefully. That's the only way we're allowed to get in. This is yeah. Breaking Bread with Gus and Ed on Sin 90.7. You were speaking with Ferocious, which is Aurelia and Ree. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Yay. Thanks, Eddie. That was Beck Goring with Bite the Bullet. This is Breaking Bread with Gus and Ed on mm. Sin 90.7. And we're still with the, the girls from Ferocious. Yes, we, we are. We couldn't get them out of the studio. No, they wouldn't leave. I refuse to leave. Yeah. This is Sydney. where I'm meant to be. Yeah. One of, one and I have nothing on today. <laughs> <laughs> so we always end the show. Um, we want to be the, the springboard into your weekend. Mm-hmm. So we end with a few events that you might uh, be interested in. And... Even girls, if you want to say yes or no at the end of each one to indicate whether or not you would go to it. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's do that. I will do that. The Port I... Phillip Muscle and Jazz Festival. Yes. At South Melbourne Market. Yes. 100%. Is yeah. that like muscles just like, just like you know, eating muscles or like muscles like bodybuilding muscles? I've written here, I could make a joke about this being some kind of bodybuilding competition, but that would be too easy. <laughs> and you've gone for it. <laughs> Uh, vegan day out in Fitzroy. No. Mm, maybe. Okay. Do not get that confused with the Muscle Festival. I would um, <laughs> click attending, but don't go. <laughs> <laughs> I click interested. Yeah. <laughs> to support my vegan stuff. friends, but yeah. I'm, I'm not going because so, I would have to leave the house. <laughs> Golden Plains. 
you do need a ticket for that. Mm-mm. Yeah. But no you, way. Or do you? No, you do you need do. a ticket. Then no. <laughs> I would have to ask my mum for money if I wanted to go. And um, I already did that yesterday when I went and saw Captain Marvel. So. <laughs> Great film. Yeah. And Serotonin Remembrance Day. Oh, yes. At Immigration Museum. Yes. Do not get that and Golden Plains mixed up. Well, they're kind of connected. They are kind of connected. Would you go to that? Absolutely. Immigration Museum. I'm actually hosting it. (laughs) I would not go. I remember that, like, meme where it was the Melbourne Immigration Museum and there was a fence around it that said, keep out. Oh, really? I would not go because they're renovating it. That's why it's said keep out. (laughs) Yeah. But also a real political statement on the country's uh, current political climate. And we'll, How end, awkward. We'll, we'll end with that serious note. <laughs> Have a good weekend, <laughs> you guys. Don't bring up the MJ doco. <laughs> <laughs> You've been Mo, more like Momo. Okay. <laughs> this has been Breaking Bread with Gus and Ed on Sin 90.7. We'll catch you next week. You've been listening to a Sin Media Podcast. Previously heard live on Sin 90.7. Okay, see you later. Bye-bye.